Building 2, Rooftop, Level 35, November 25th, 2012, Local Time, 6.51 a.m. Mission of Isaiah, Day 1. An intense glow saturated the morning sky, washing it with pink, yellow, and orange. The vivid splash of colors was fading quickly, just seconds away from a new dawn. Beams of gold suddenly burst upwards from the horizon as the last remnants of darkness were vanquished and the sun rapidly crested the landscape. The metropolis of Houston, the fourth largest city in the United States, was waking from its slumber. Cars and trucks filled the streets. People hurried along the sidewalks. Things moved quickly. It was just like any other day. High on an inner city skyscraper, an unfamiliar breeze swirled. With a flash, a time portal opened. Two red electrons appeared from thin air and orbited each other, silently hovering above the floor. Growing in size and brightness, they multiplied into four, then eight, as the pattern of the rotation increased in complexity. Over and over they doubled in number and velocity, until they swarmed together in their thousands. On the 33rd floor of Building 1, Post Oak Towers, an office worker lowered a mug of coffee from her lips. A red glow was radiating from the roof of the skyscraper opposite. Fascinated by the strengthening brightness, she walked towards the plate glass window and stared outside, her mouth agape. She had never seen anything like it. She squinted, trying to focus more clearly. What is that? she wondered. The mist of swirling electrons rumbled as fingers of highly charged electricity spun from the core. A metal handrail nearby began to glow as the gusting wind reached superheated temperatures. Everything on the rooftop vibrated furiously. Paint peeled. Scorch marks appeared on the concrete. The red electrons massed ever more closely, building themselves into a luminous tornado. The phenomenon pulsated with a monstrous energy, until at last, with the roar of a dozen thunderclaps, it detonated. The woman watching from her office window was stunned as the heat of the explosion slapped at her face. She threw up both hands as a shield, letting the coffee mug go. In slow motion, the mug fell, taking a lethargic path downwards before bouncing off the carpet in front of her feet. Boiling droplets of brown liquid, small perfect spheres, were propelled from the cup in leisurely arcs and splashed across the floor. Everything in the city moved at one quarter of normal speed to the sound of a low-pitched drone. Meanwhile, the by now millions of red electrons were blasted thousands of meters in all directions. One by one, they swung back on a predetermined path towards the flashpoint and fused together into a molten mass. Something started to take shape. The construction, a human form, began from the inside out. Marrow, bones, muscles, skin, then clothes. With every electron finally assimilated, a man dressed in black was revealed. He was suspended in midair, his arms splayed outwards. The superheated wind swirled around him chaotically, holding him aloft somehow and tossing his hair this way and that yet he was unaffected by the blistering temperatures. 
With a flash of golden light, the wind dropped away, and the figure fell unceremoniously backwards onto the smoldering concrete. In an instant, time surged back to its normal speed, the sounds of the city rising to a familiar pitch again. The transport was complete. Inside her office, the woman looked perplexed at the fallen coffee mug on the carpet. What just happened? Her focus shifted to the top of the building opposite. The red glow was gone. She pressed her hand against her forehead. Her skin was burnt and blistered. On the rooftop, a time traveler lay pale and motionless. White smoke hovered above him in the still morning air. Suddenly, spider webs of electricity rippled across his lifeless body, causing his eyes to dart from side to side under his eyelids.